Welcome to the Real Life Weight Loss Podcast, where we cut through the confusion and get down to the truth about what really works for real people when it comes to losing weight, having incredible health, and a body that you love. We believe that losing weight is really about gaining life, doing things you never thought you could, having renewed confidence, and enjoying your body more than ever. I'm your host, Corey Little. Now let's get to it. Hello to all of you amazing people and welcome back. This is episode number 258, 259. I don't know. It's one of those 258 or 259. And today I'm going to explain a super simple trick that will almost automatically help you eat less food that you regret. You know what I'm talking about, right? When we eat something and then we're sitting there like 20 minutes later, an hour later, and we're like, oh, why did I eat that? Oh, that was, it wasn't even that good didn't really even enjoy it that much, and now I just feel like I have a stomach full of sludge. <laughs> so there's a little simple trick that can help you do less of that. So that's what I'm going to explain today. But first, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to all of you that take the time to post reviews on Apple Podcasts or on wherever you listen to your podcast, and also for those of you that take time to send me messages. Uh, recently, Sunset Sips <laughs> and Just Bethany, both of you, thank you so much. They took time to post reviews. And then I also received one of the most amazing messages via Instagram that I've ever received before. I joked with my coaching group and said, that's it, guys. I'm retiring. Like, it doesn't get any better than this. I was messaging with someone on Instagram, and they shared some stuff, and we were going back and forth a little bit. And then they sent a message, and they said, hey, quick side note. Has anyone ever compared you to the character Ted Lasso? Because to me, you're kind of a real-life Ted Lasso. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I've hit the ultimate. There's nothing better I can do in this life. I've been compared to Ted Lasso. And so um, to that person and to Sunset Sips and just Bethany and all of you that take time to post reviews or send messages or share these episodes and share this podcast with your friends or family, thank you so much. It means the world to me. And I very much appreciate it. Now, let's get into today's episode, the super simple trick to eat less food that you regret. So a lot of really great parallels can be made between finances and our health. They're certainly not the same in a lot of ways, but the foundational principles for improving our physical health are almost identical to the principles for improving our financial health. We can start with the core issue, which is debt. Being overweight is like being in health debt. If we are in financial debt, then we owe money for things that we did or purchased in the past. If we're in health debt, well, then we owe our body for things that we did or ate in the past or maybe drank in the past, right? So I just added a really big lesson on this concept inside my Live Life Lose Fat program that we use inside my Inner Circle Coaching Group. It's not always a perfect analogy, but I wanted to just share a little bit of this concept with you guys because it can be a really powerful way to view your food decisions. It can be a pretty powerful analogy, as I said, with many similar principles and parallels. So how can this concept help you eat less food that you regret? Well, I think it's just a great way to explain one of mine and my wife's favorite tools, which is NWI. I've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast, but it, it bears repeating. It's worth taking a deeper dive into. NWI, a three-letter acronym that stands for not worth it. 
So when you're at a party or staring down a piece of dessert or passing by the donuts that someone brought in at work or one of the hundreds of other situations where you're tempted to eat something that you might regret, these three little letters can really help provide some clarity in that moment. But the problem is, how do we know if it's worth it or not? And this is where the financial parallel can be really helpful. Let's pretend you're shopping for a new shirt and you find one that you like. And so you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to buy this. I like it. But then you look at the price tag and you're like, what? You see that it costs $450 for a freaking shirt. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, (laughs) that's not in my budget. That shirt is not worth it. So I'm going to say, no, thank you, and choose against purchasing that shirt. And I'll go find some other shirt. On the other hand, let's say you're shopping for a vehicle. Your family is growing and maybe it's time to get something different. So you find a great SUV or maybe a minivan that has plenty of room for you, your spouse, all of your kids, plus some room for other cargo that you might be hauling around like groceries or sporting goods or whatever it might be. Plus, this vehicle gets really great safety ratings. Plus, it's ranked super high for reliability. But if you're honest, it's kind of expensive. It's near the top of your price range, 15000 25000 35000 55000 whatever that might be for you. But after some thought, you're like, yes, this is it. This is the right choice. This vehicle might be expensive, but it is worth it to me. So right here, you can see it's not just about the cost. We just said how you wouldn't probably wouldn't buy a shirt for $450. I wouldn't. Yet you may turn around and buy something else for whatever that vehicle price range is. It's the exact same with food. Certain foods we absolutely love, right? We love them, and they might even be rare or not always available to us. I'll dig into that more a little bit later. So you're like, heck yeah, this might cost a good bit of health money, as we can call it. It's expensive, so to speak, but I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it and savor it because it's totally worth it. Now, on the other hand, there are foods that are just kind of okay. Or you might even, you know, you don't even like them that much, but they're all right. So you decide, hey, NWI, it's not worth it because it's too expensive for the level of enjoyment it will bring me. Plus, maybe it's something that's readily available and you could get this anytime. So there's no scarcity involved. There's not a really high level of enjoyment, so why eat it? It's just not worth what it's going to cost you in the form of health and weight loss money. Now, since I don't know your personal preferences, what you really like and don't necessarily care for as much, I'll give you some personal examples. For me, on the NWI list, and listen, don't judge me for this, okay? (laughs) Because these may be your favorite foods, okay? So we all have different tastes. But on the NWI list, Cheesecake and apple pie. I love desserts. My wife and I both love desserts. I have a sweet tooth. I'm not ashamed to say it. But if we're at a social function and the dessert that they have available is just a basic cheesecake, I'm going to pass. It's not worth it to me. I don't love cheesecake. It's okay. I like it. It would be good, but it's not worth it. Apple pie, same sort of thing. It would probably be good. It's okay. But it's not worth it to me. It's not worth the calories and sugar and fat and everything that I would consume because I'm not going to enjoy it that much. So I'm just going to say no thank you. Now on the other end of the spectrum, bourbon vanilla pecan pie with salted caramel cream. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is actually one of my favorite desserts from a little uh, place that we go vacation at sometimes. Yeah, it's absolutely worth every single freaking calorie and gram of sugar and gram of fat. I'll take it every time. And here's one more example that might help explain like the scarcity component that I previously referred to. My 90-year-old great aunt, her homemade coconut cake that she makes every year for my birthday? Heck yeah. My 88-year-old grandmother's homemade hummingbird cake that she makes for Thanksgiving each year? Absolutely. These are not only next-level delicious, they are also not, a, not always available. Even if my great-aunt and grandmother live 20 more years, and I so hope they do, both of these desserts are only made once per year. And eventually, sadly, they, they won't be made ever again. So you better believe I'm eating and enjoying those. And I am not batting an eye, and I'm not worried about it, and I am savoring every single freaking bite. So the factors that I consider, and I think that you might want to consider, are this. First, the question, is this something special? Or if I'm honest, can I get something like this at the grocery store or a local restaurant anytime that I want it? The next question, is this something that I absolutely love? Not just, do I like this? No, 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 no. For, forget like. There are a lot of foods and desserts and cars and clothes and jewelry that we like, but we don't buy them all. Why not? Because we would go broke. <laughs> and unfortunately, this is exactly the situation that some people find themselves in financially or physically drowning in health debt or financial debt because they couldn't or wouldn't differentiate between like and love. They couldn't slow down enough to ask the question, is this worth what it's going to cost me? Now, if you get a big emphatic yes to one or both of those two questions that we just asked, let me say them again. First question, is this something special or can I get something like this at the grocery store or a local restaurant anytime? That's the first. Second, is this something I absolutely love? Not just like, but do I absolutely love this? If you get a big emphatic yes to one or both of those questions, then go for it, eat and enjoy, zero guilt, zero regret, savor every drop. I know I would, and I do. But if the answer is no, no, it's, it's not really special or rare, it's, or it's not you know, unavailable sometimes, I, can, I have access to this, or you know, maybe you just don't love it. Sure, you like it. I mean, who doesn't like apple pie, right? Sure, I like it, but I don't love it. So it's, you guessed it, it's NWI. It's not worth it to me. Maybe it's not worth it to you. This little tip can also be used in preparing your plate and like real time as you're eating. If you're at a social function, be sure to get small portions of any food that you're not familiar with. Try that small portion. If it's fantastic and you love it, then eat, enjoy, and maybe even get some more. If it's just kind of okay, and yeah, you like it, but you don't love it, then guess what? It's NWI. Don't even finish the small amount you have on your plate. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the beauty of getting small portions, to have kind of a tester plate. Test it before you commit to it. You test drive the car before you buy it, right? Well, test drive a small portion of food before you plop down a huge portion and then feel bad if you don't eat it. So you scarf it down and then sit there with a belly full of calories that you didn't even enjoy. There might not be many worse feelings than that. Sitting there miserable with a belly full of calories and fat and sugar that you're like, man, 
it would it would kind of be okay, and I would feel much better about this if I really, really enjoyed that, but I didn't even like it that much. Why did I eat that? That's why NWI is so powerful and so helpful. We wouldn't buy a shirt that we kind of like if it costs $450. Maybe we shouldn't eat a food or dessert that we only kind of like if it's going to cost us a ton of calorie, sugar, and fat that we really won't even enjoy that much in the first place. It's a little bit of a mindset shift, and it requires you to take a quick pause in those moments to ponder those three little letters, NWI. It might help to think of it like a question, NWI question mark. Not worth it? Is this not worth it? Well, then I will politely say no thank you and be happy about the choice I made and the health money (laughs) that I just saved. It's a win-win. Heck yeah. Okay, I hope this has been helpful. I hope you'll share this episode with someone else who might find it helpful, and I hope the two or three of you will discuss it. I believe that is how you really get the most out of this podcast, and honestly, I think it's how we get the most out of anything in life. My wife and I do it after we attend church, after we read an interesting book together or uh, watch an interesting episode of a television show, whatever. Afterwards, discuss it with someone. Both of you will always get more out of it. And remember, if you have a question or something that you would like me to cover, then please just shoot me a message on Instagram. I am Corey Little Coach. I'll include that down in the show notes. Or via email, you can shoot a message to support at CoreyLittleCoaching.com. I will include that down in the show notes as well. And lastly, I hope you know and you never forget that you are so much more than a number. So don't let the scales dominate your headspace or dictate your emotions for the day and losing weight's amazing i love helping people lose weight i would love to help you lose weight but here's the thing it's never just about losing weight we don't want to just lose weight we want a better life (laughs) we don't want to just lose weight we want to gain life and live the life we've always wanted and you can do it i absolutely believe in you so even if you don't believe in yourself that's okay you keep coming back i'll keep working on you and we will get you there my friends Take care. Thank you so much for your time. I'm honored you spent it with me. God bless. Bye-bye.